The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. After weeks of speculation, official budget 2024 figures will be presented to us all later today. Ireland has money to spend this year and expectations are high as a result. Leaked figures show a record-breaking $23 billion set aside for health, $3 billion worth of investments in climate and nature and social welfare spending of at least $1.1 billion. The budget is a golden opportunity for any government to prove to its voters that it has its heart in the right place. Well, joining me now to talk about budget expectations is the Business Post editor, Danny McConnell. Danny, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Now, we've been talking about this leak and that leak and social welfare up and all that sort of thing, but there are other elements in the budget too which you might draw our attention to. For example, we've got to pay for uh, refugees. Hello, Danny? Can you hear me? Hello? Yes, we can hear you. Uh, Just wondering, those other elements that haven't been featured so much in uh, the leaks and so on, uh, for example, the money to pay for refugees. Yes, there's about four billion part of uh, funding that essentially has been set aside to deal with the fallout of the Ukraine uh, exodus, basically the influx of of migrants into Ireland, which is now above 80,000. There's money baked in for the continued fallout of of Brexit and there's also the continuing, I suppose, the long tail of uh, COVID-19, you know, long COVID, etc. So about roughly 4 billion that's included in this overall package. And as you say, it really hasn't got an awful lot of attention because it's essentially, it's probably the only constant in this entire kind of jigsaw that's been put together by Pascal Dunhu and Michael McGrath. So a lot of the attention has been on, I suppose, the the once-off temporary cost of living measure that, that, that we've been kind of getting excited about over the last couple of years and also as well as suppose the main kind of normal budget as we yeah. describe us in terms of the, the increase in spending that, that, now, you know, for there will, day-to-day spending. There'll be various double payments and there will be increases across the board in uh, social welfare uh, so people will be um, somewhat better off if they're in, in receipt of these amounts but for the regular taxpayer uh, it's been designed so that they will be better off too. Yeah, it's a very clear attempt by Pascal Dunhu and Michael McGrath again, and I think the coalition, to really target that young vote, that 20 or 30-something vote, uh, who have been, I suppose, drifting away to Sinn Féin in their droves over the last number of years. And I suppose, you know, there's very much an eye on to the next election, or, or eye on the next election with this budget, because they know that we have local and European elections next May and June, and, you know, there is every possibility of a general election next year so there's very much an eye on the election in relation to this and and, and clearly when you look at the various kind of the, the rent tax credits you're looking at I suppose the uh, the cuts in USC you know the entry point of the, the higher rate of tax going up they're very much looking to target working families Added to that, you've got the increased, uh, I suppose, the cuts to childcare costs. Now, they won't kick in until next September in full now. So th- I think ultimately, Roderick O'Gorman had to make a calculation. Do you want to, do you want to take a lower cut in fees in, and introduce it earlier? Or do you want to take the full, uh, full cut and just introduce it a little bit later? So mm. it looks like they won't kick in until next September. You've also got free school books being extended to uh, all secondary school children up to the junior search. They had obviously liked to go the whole hog and give to all secondary uh, level students, but they've had to cut their cloth somehow, so they've mm. gone as far as the junior search. So when you look at it all in the round path, you're looking at measures very much targeted towards families, very much those at, on lower middle income uh, incomes. 
and then added to that, you've got a very generous welfare package being unleashed, you know, both in terms of once-off measures, you know, the likes of the fuel allowance, the, you know, double payments for child benefit carers, living alone allowance, all these sort of things being, being kind of given on, on top of a 12 euro increase to the normal and primary welfare rates. I mean, that's a significant jump obviously to try and keep pace with inflation um, but you know when you take it in the rounds this is an extremely generous welfare package mm-hmm. and, and we'll just you know Now uh, for the student fees it looks like that registration fee for those who pay it I mean there are a number of exemptions anyway uh, to that fee but for those who do pay it it uh, is expected to be halved one of my texters Neve, has been on straight away will the reduction in the student contribution take effect immediately i.e. for the current year um, I don't I don't like I mean obviously it's in place from last year I think Simon Harris was looking to replicate what he did last year uh, in this so my understanding is that it probably won't kick in immediately but there might be some delay on it but again they, those are the final details that will need to be kind of clarified in, in the coming hours the question of landlords and uh, what sort of tax breaks uh, they may get uh, and also the tax credits for renters um, all of that uh, might combine to make some people happier. I, I'm not sure because uh, many of the people who are renting didn't avail of the uh, tax credit simply because their, reg- their landlords were not registered with the RTB. Yeah, and that's the difficulty with a lot of these initiatives that the government has announced over the last couple of years is that the, the I suppose the, the fine detail of the small print really hasn't been in place and, and the structures haven't really been in place to allow them to be effective enough. And we saw this not only with, with this sort of scheme, but we saw it in the, the T-Base scheme, which is a kind of a, a kind of a scheme to help small and medium enterprises. There was such a low take-up because they were found to be overly bureaucratic, too slow, and just they weren't worth the hassle for the amount of money that was involved. We know in terms of cre- uh, renter's credit, they had looked to introduce increase that to a thousand euro it looks like it'll be already closer to 750 to 800 euro per month the thinking had been to try and give them you know the hope from dara brian was you know a lot of renters pay in around a thousand euro a month in rent you know normally they were looking to kind of give a a month's rent back uh, to people Mm. they may not get the full way there but they're going some of the way there and also in terms of landlords they're lucky to receive a tax relief of 20 percent of the standard rate on the proportion of their rental income um, but there's a caveat with this. They have to agree to keep their properties on the market. They can't take the tax break and then, you know, uh, sell their property. It, it's a sort of quid pro quo that the government have been looking for. Now, we know that there was, that was subject to a great battle of, of discu- and discussion within government. Darren Ryan wanted there to be no sort of caveat or no sort of instructions or, or, or kind of um, limitations on that. He wanted just to kind of give landlords a break. But obviously, there was clearly sufficient pushback from the other parts in government, particularly in the Green Party, who really wanted to see some kind of a, a additional kind of um, asks on, on landlords. So it, it, time will tell to see whether or not it's enough to kind of entice yeah. people to remain in the market or not. Now, you know, the way we've had most of this damn thing leaked and, uh, yeah. you know, people who are wondering what's left to be said, well, say the detail of the targeted mortgage interest uh, relief, will it only be for people who are in trouble? Will it only be for people on variable mortgages? Uh, what will the thresholds be? If you've borrowed too much money, will you be told to look after yourself? All of that kind of thing. The devil will be in the detail. Absolutely. And, and I suppose, again, given the fact that we've got such an expansionary budget, and it is by any stretch of the imagination, an expansionary budget, uh, and a lot of these de- <clears throat> details were only literally finalised in the last 24 to 48 hours. 
the workings and, and the kind of the nitty gritty of how these would be implemented uh, remain to be seen because ultimately past you know, budgets set out the I suppose the funding for various measures it's for line departments then to kind of go away and figure that the, you know, as you say the nitty gritty and the small and the finer detail as to how they'll be implemented so it's only really when i suppose each of the departments will host their their in-depth press conferences and, and start putting out their their individual press releases and detail that we'll actually get that finer detail to show exactly how a lot of these yeah. schemes will work now, so what we're getting really is the headlines at the, at the moment what we're not getting is the sort of the, the, that in yeah and, and, and uh, departments like defense for example in a troubled world um we may be called upon more and more to look after ourselves, uh, whether we're stopping the dope smugglers in the oceans or whether they we're minding the undersea fibre optic cables. Uh, the Navy needs to be uh, beefed up and uh, they'll have to do something there. But there are other things like Norma Foley is expected to announce a further reduction in the pupil-teacher ratio at primary school level. Where is she going to get the teachers? There's a problem well, in recruitment at the moment. There is, but I think what what is also being missing, and there might be a, a, a kind of a, something else, we're seeing across the board, particularly this year, Pat, you've seen a reduction in the number of children actually going into primary schools, but having a naturally natural deflationary effect on the number of, of, of you know, in terms of the class sizes anyway. So the, the, there's a bit of that going on as well. But I think normophobia has been particularly focused on trying to reduce the pupil-teacher ratio. Um, but I, I do think there is a capacity issue about going much lower mm. than, than it already has. Uh, and I think what you're seeing, when you're seeing kind of all the, the normal rules about, you know, teachers and, and the kind of qualifications that they need, you know, there are a lot of those are being offset because they simply is a dearth of, of, of teachers. Yeah. I sit on those... I, I sit on the board of a, of a of a desk school as well, Pat, and you know you see those difficulties working out on a on a daily basis. So you know there is that 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 pressure on numbers, both in terms of pupils yeah. coming in and in terms of the the, the teachers. So again, there's be one for one for a further question with Norma yeah. Foley later today. Yeah, and uh, a thousand special needs uh, teachers, uh, in addition to what's there. Again, you've got to find them uh, mm-hmm. to hire them, and uh, the recruitment of nine hundred Gardaí. That's been a bit of a challenge as well. But maybe this new roster, of which we will be speaking later on, uh, will uh, make a difference there. One of the texters wants to know about foster care and means testing. Now, that's the kind of detail that you'll probably get in the budget itself. But foster parents have really been badly. Shattered happily treated by governments over the last while. They have, uh, and literally, I suppose it's one of those I won't say niche areas, but it's one that really, I suppose, hasn't gotten a lot of attention. Uh, certainly, I'm, I'm just, you know, through my own inquiries and my, my team's inquiries over the weekend and looking at all the papers this morning, there really hasn't been an awful lot of detail in relation to, to foster carers. Now, what they will say is that the, the, the primary carers rate is going up by €12 Euro as well in the budget. But whether or not there's additional uh, allowances or whatever that for foster carers, again, that'll have to, that'll be come, that'll come out in the, in the sort of line department press conference yeah. later on today. So we'll wait for that one. Uh, this text, my partner and I are working on just over 30k a year each, not in receipt of any form of social welfare, no dependence on a fixed rate mortgage. I feel my salary is now being devalued due to the raising of the minimum wage, which is promised, and the inflation that will ensue because this is a, a giveaway budget. And they are people, you know, the changes in the tax code are not going to affect them at all because they're not on the higher uh, rate. So you can understand their dismay that uh, there are no goodies for them. They've no kids. Well, they get nothing. 
they will argue though, Pat, because everyone over earning over thirteen thousand will benefit from the cuts to the universal social charge. So we know that the the four per four point five percent rate will drop down to four percent, and we also know that the entry point on the two percent USC rate will increase. So there will be a marginal kind of benefit for those people, yeah. but they they make a very fair point. They are the very cohort of people who are just above the supposed eligibility criteria for welfare, and um, and get screwed and get to have to pay for yeah. everything, and there's little or no kind of relief. No, uh, but, there yeah. rarely is for in, in budgets for them. Stephen Donnelly's going to get where he wanted. Uh, we'd prefer better efficiencies rather than just throwing more money at the problem, but we'll park that one and see what kind of harsh words the ministers might have for uh, the Department of Health and the HSE uh, later in the day. But finally, uh, tax rises. I mean, a whisper that PRSI might go up a, a notch to help fund pensions? Yeah, this has been well flagged, Pat. I mean, uh, Heather Humphreys obviously had looked to move, and you know, her predecessor Regina Doherty had, uh, you, know, you know, set out the the direction of travel in relation to auto enrolment, and then the sort of, you know, this 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 new pension regime that all has to be paid for, given I suppose our aging population, and part of that was an increase in PRSI. They had they sort of delayed that a little bit, and that, that won't certainly kick in until sometime next year, and um, because I just think as well that they're nervous around you know too many things coming in at once, and I think they want to make sure that it's bedded in. If they're going to bring it in before the election, they want to make sure that it doesn't cause any sort of revolt and, and okay. agitation heading into the elections. And so what do we expect? Any excise increases, more tax on the fags, anything else likely to go up? Well, we know that the carbon taxes that, that are baked in you know, will go up again. So that will mean, obviously, your, your fuel, in terms of your you're buying fuel, to, you know, your fire, etc., that will go up uh, again. There's another 50 cent added to the price of, of cigarettes um, and there's also expected to be some focus given Pat about taxing e-cigarettes and vapes you know obviously that's come in for quite a lot of attention um, you know, in, in recent times we also know that fuel and alcohol uh, will not be hit with further excise and a scheduled 7% or 7 cent increase um, uh, and uh, on the price of diesel and uh, 6 cent on the price of petrol which are due to apply from the end of this month will be further delayed so obviously there's a cost to, to in relation to that, um, so so it's quite a mixed bag, you know, in terms of you know some people, some bits are going up, some are being held until later on. But like generally speaking, you know, they're trying to say, um, you know, if you're a worker, you know, to you know with two kids, whatever that, you'll by and large be a good deal better off uh, following this budget. Danny McConnell, editor of the Business Post, uh, thank you very much for uh... the Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.